Welcome to another episode of Million Dollar Stories, where we get to interview entrepreneurs who have become best-selling authors. Today is a special one. He sold quite a bit on day one, and uh, he helps people find their dream job. Actually, his book is called Discipline Equals Dream Job. So the guest we have, his name is Tim Madden. Him and his wife are a power couple, and I guarantee you're going to be seeing his wife here very soon on Million Dollar Stories. So Tim, thanks for being here, man. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. Well, now that you're a best-selling author, what has happened? Tell us a little bit about you kind of alluded to some of the things that happened since you launched this last week, but tell us a little bit about the journey since you hit that new accolade. Yeah, man. Well, I would say first that I was recently at a business conference and I was listening to Wes Watson speak. And um, one of the most uh, impactful things he said, which I loved, and he said, man, because I struggled early when I got out of the military, I, I struggled to, to get a job, right? Before I figured out everything that I know now, of course. And he said, one of the things that stuck with me and that he said, how are you going to go through your life, man, and overcome some really difficult stuff, whatever it is, right? Whether it's losing a lot of weight or finding a job or getting financially stable or fixing this up here, like whatever it is, right? How are you going to go through stuff in life that's difficult? And not share how you did it. He was like, man, why are you so selfish, man? He you got to document like, it. You got to yeah. document the journey. Exactly. Thank you, Wes. I need to get you on the podcast, by the way. Yeah. So I was just like, hey, man, we need to get this into the hands of, of people. And since then, it's kind of, you know, awesome being a business owner and feeling like you have so much support from everyone. So I would say that, you know, because in business, we're always kind of, you know, doing different stuff and um, friends or family typically don't buy your services. It is what it is. Do you know what I mean? But it's really nice that when that book launched, man, I had people literally DM me that I helped in the military. I was a recruiter a long time ago. We're talking 2008. And I literally had people DM me saying, hey, man, I, you know, I, I picked up a copy of your book. I just wanted to let you know in 2008, you changed the trajectory of my life and da 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 da. It just goes to show you, man, like no matter what, everyone has something special, man. You do, man. You you give people a platform to get their information in front of the people who who need it, right? And it's just awesome, man, that you, you know, people need what you know. They need what you know. And everyone has like something, right? And even, you know, you go over to TikTok, it's funny, there's a guy that says like, uh, on YouTube and TikTok, who he's, he's acting like he's like trying to be your dad. And every day he shows you how to fix, tighten a plumbing thing or that, tie a yeah. tie. And it just goes to show you, man, that guy has millions of followers. And all is he's showing is stuff that you would probably show your son. So I think a lot of people take for granted the knowledge they actually have. And they think it's like not important when actually these things will like transform other people's lives, man. So if you got something, you need to share it with people, man. Don't be selfish, right? It's awesome, dude. Yeah, well said. And uh, you come from mil military background. You were able to find the entrepreneurial path. It suits you very well. Uh, now you help individuals at very high levels find their career, the path that they were supposed to be on. And this does come down to salary negotiations, setting themselves up for success prior 
to the interview after the interview. Um, so tell Getting us on the of, interview get, d- during the interview, right? Yeah. Uh, so tell us a little bit about the journey of going from military to where you're at now. How did you get here? Yeah, man. Perfect. Love the military Re- retiring. It's August 4th, retiring on August 10th after 23 years. Wow. My so birthday. I did, well um, done. I did 10 years, roughly 10 years on active duty, and then about 13 in the National Guard. It's been amazing. Uh, It's bittersweet. It's very emotional. Kind of don't want to get out, but business is just soaring, and um, we'll save all of the politics for a different talk. So um, I've loved it, man. And honestly, being a veteran, I feel, right, is you just have to do a bunch of hard shit, man, if you're in the military, no matter what branch you do. So I feel like, you know, when I first got started, my back was against the wall, man. And if I wouldn't have had the just all of the tough things that I went through in my life, right, while serving in the military, it wouldn't have primed me to be a successful entrepreneur because the military really, really instilled in me of like, You know, I love that quote by 50 Cent when he was like, hey, man, you know, when I needed help early on in my life, I didn't have anyone, man. He was like, who am I going to run to, man? I didn't have nobody. You know, he's like, I can't run home and get help. Like no one was there to help me. So that's kind of like when I was an entrepreneur too, it's like, dude, when your back's against the wall, you have to figure it out. You have to. And you will come up stronger on the other side. And I think everyone's waiting for this perfect opportunity to write a book, to start a business, to lose weight, to do whatever, you know? And it's like, man, it's, you just got to get started and you just got to keep pushing forward. And you know that, look, you're going to have difficult times in your life, no matter what you do anyway, man. If you have a job in corporate America, it's going to, you're going to have to overcome difficult challenges. Mm-hmm. If you're an entrepreneur, you're going to have to overcome difficult challenges. And I feel like you learn a lot about yourself. And fortunately in the military, I learned that, man, when my back's against the wall, like you just have to figure it out. You just have to figure it out. And maybe that's getting mentors or maybe that's going to YouTube or buying, you know, good books of whatever you're kind of searching for. But man, I think the military really primed me to um, welcome the problems, Mm. right? Expect them, know they're coming and just be like, bring on the problems, you know, what's coming on today. So I really had a lot of just, you know, discipline instilled in me to get through those difficult times because man, being an entrepreneur is tough, man. You know, there's many tough components about it. And I feel the military really primed me to be successful through all of the ups and downs that is likely going to come with business, man. So I wouldn't have traded any of my experiences. Now, with that being said, in hindsight, it's kind of crazy. I look back and I was reflecting as I was going to the military base to turn in my retirement paperwork, right? And I was just thinking and reflecting through the years and kind of how I was thinking. Like, how was I thinking when I was getting deployed to Iraq? How was I thinking when I was a recruiter? How was I thinking when I became an officer? How was I thinking when I overcame all this stuff? And I was like, man, I could just see the growth reflecting over just a long career. And I was like, man, I've leveled up like a hundred levels in life, man. But you got to go through it, man. Everyone's looking for this quick stuff. And unfortunately, we live in an Amazon Prime world. But that is not the way the world works, man. You got to work hard for the stuff you want, man. You know, how did you, uh, number one, I guess, did you 
meet your wife and then design this business together. Can you kind of summarize how that all came to be? And, um, and yeah. I guess, you know, who do you really help? It seems like individuals who are maybe at a point, a crossroads in their life where they're redefining their, um, their identity. So how did you and your wife build this company? Great question. Magic, man. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, no, we were, I was a successful headhunter. So when I got out of the military, as soon as I found that position, which was very difficult, I got into staffing, headhunting, recruitment services, right? And um, I started to get really successful working for like a mid-sized firm, had some success, went to work for one of the world's largest firms and had success there and started my own, right? So I started my own headhunting firm and we were successful, but it got to this point to where if you've ever used a headhunter or recruitment agency, you know that, you know, multiple people are going on this interview. So if I ever got a contract with the company, I would send five people and one person would get hired. And then I have to tell four people, hey, I don't have any feedback for you because they didn't give it to me, but you weren't selected and I'm sorry. Mm. And it's like, man. Heartbreaking times probably. It is, man. So think about this. Every time you have one positive result, you have to tell four people no. Oh. I was like, man. Now they didn't have to pay me anything at this time. So I was like, hey. I was talking with Christina and I was like, we're going to build an organization to where we work with people until they get that result. Now, it is going to be paid by the everyday consumer because we are a training and development company. But now we're going to have their best heart. Um, you know, they're, you know, we're going to be able to support them the best because here's why. I'll give you an example of a headhunter. Say the position pays 200K. Okay. And Let's say they want to hire you and not the other four people that I brought. I don't get paid until you accept that offer. So am I not inclined to try to push this offer on you by the company so Tim Madden can get paid? Absolutely. Don't you think there's a conflict of interest there? Ooh, right. Yeah. Right. So here I am saying like, you should take this deal. It's, you know what I mean? And it's like not authentic, man, not cool. And just all the rejection I had to tell people, I was like, and you know, what really sucks is that company was just a gusher, dude, a gusher. If we still had that company now, no lie, it'd be a 50 to $100 million company. Absolutely. Wow. But I was like, morals and ethics, man, lead, leads a lot more. And I'm like, you know, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't care. Right. Wow. There, there's going to come to a point to where. You know, money is great. Trust me, man. We need money to do everything, but you need peace of mind 10 times more than you need money, right? God, it's so point. Because being it, able to sleep good at night, wake up, know you're servicing people, know you're providing a good service, man, you got to do whatever that thing is. And unfortunately for me, that was not what it is just because of some of the stuff in the industry. Now, hey, man, other people love it. And that's what I love about your dream job. Everybody has different things. So I'm not hating on any headhunters, man. I'm friends with freaking 20,000 of them, right? In in the Recruiter Empire Facebook group, right? Phenomenal. Um, you know, and I had a good time doing it generally. It's just a couple of those key factors where I was like, hey, man, this isn't for me, right? I want to work with people until they get the result, until they do this and be able to see them, man. That's the beauty, man. We work with senior leaders, to answer your question, directors, VPs, and executives in corporate America that want to accelerate their career. And what's crazy is we work with some of, I've worked with some of the top leaders in business, like people extremely high up. And it's crazy that even those people sometimes question like, man, 
I don't want to, I don't know what I'm going to do next, man. Who's going to hire me? And all the, I'm like, who's going to hire you, dude? You're one You're of the machine. top people at Apple, bro. You're one of the top people at Intuit. What are you talking about? You've had all of these accomplishments. So, um, yeah, man, it's been great seeing those people when they come in, not sure what they want to do, et cetera, to like, kind of like, children, if you will, sorry guys, but like seeing them kind of elevate their thinking, knowing how to communicate more effectively, finding success, and then then the motivation kicking in. And ultimately, man, just when they do get hired and go onto that new role, knowing that you had a positive impact on someone's lives, man, it's it's freaking crazy. And the best part is when they're already doing kind of what they kind of should be doing, but they're not doing that the right way. Those are the best times. Like we just had a guy who got hired yesterday who, you know, I always tell people, Hey, network and collaborate with people, man. Like if you've been in business 20 years, like check this out, Mike, Mike, you've been in business 20 years, dude, you know, people, bro. I don't <laughs> care what your mind tells you. There's no, no way you've been in business 20 years and you don't know some people. So I just recently, this guy was unemployed for four months due to a layoff. I've already talked to everyone I know. I've already done this. Man, we just develop a strategy of like, you, you know, how'd you talk to him? How did you ask? How'd you do this? This guy was in and out of our program in 60 days and got hired from his own network. It's wild, man. It's wild. The confidence is probably shaken whenever they have to come to you, right? Do you see people that just have lost maybe that motivation to this pursue forward and reinvent themselves at 40, 50 years old. Is that what you notice more than anything else? And then those individuals who are able to harness um, more confidence early on probably see more success. Is that what you notice uh, amongst the elite? Here's what I notice about the elite. If you don't want to do something, do it immediately, immediately. Because here's why. Regardless of what you think, man, the universe just has a way of blessing you. Call it, you know, in my sense, call it God and faith, call it whatever you want. But I really do think I've had, I've been doing this a long time. We've helped thousands of people, right? And here's what I see a trend of. I see a guy on Friday who's got beat up all week, who's got all this rejection, is feeling some type of way, is, is down on his luck that says, you know what? I got two options today. One is to say, I'm taking Friday off as a mental health day. I'm going to golf and play, drink some beers with my friends. And then you have another guy who says, you know what? No, I'm taking charge of my life, charge of my career. I don't care how the hell I feel. I'm doing what I need to do today. And the guys that do that, that do what they don't want to really do that day. Here's what I hear all the time, Mike. Hey, Tim. I didn't want to do anything today, man. But guess what? Since I did, dude, this guy responded to me. I set this up. I did this. I did this. And I'm like, welcome to the way life really works. So you got to just know that if these receptors in your mind are always like, hey, don't do this today. Kick the can down the road. Do this. Hey, listen to me. Do it immediately. That is how the universe says. I feel like the universe, whatever faith, right, literally says, hey, just give it to Mike, man. He's not going to quit. Just, just go ahead and give it to him. I really do think like that's the way life works. But unfortunately, so many people quit, man, right before the payday, right before they're going to, the, the next thing could be a contract, right? They always stop like right then. So it's like another thing from Wes Watson, sorry, giving lots of quotes to him. But when I saw him speak, 
everyone asks like, man, how'd you build a business so quick? And he said, and I love this, man. He was like, I just kept walking forward. And they're like, what do you mean, man? He's like, most people do this. Take a couple steps forward, two steps back. Taking those days off, man. Couple steps forward. Oh, take some step back. He was like, dude, I never do that. I put oh. one foot in front of the other every single day. And I just keep pushing forward, regardless of how I feel, regardless of what's going on in the world, regardless of anything, man. I do what I need to do every day. And what do you know? He has success. So a lot of people think all of these mo entrepreneurs or elite business owners are like some special types of people. No, man, they're not. They know how to control their mind and they know how to say, you know, I know that I only see growth while I'm in discomfort. That's it. And that's what I tell our clients too. Like if you already run a six minute mile and you want to get down to a five minute mile, brother, there's only one thing you can do. You got to train harder and run faster, period. That's the only way you're getting there. And it is going to be difficult, right? Yeah. It's almost like we already know the answer and we avoid it thinking there's a shortcut. And Alex Hermosi just made this great post today that every time he tries to make a shortcut, the universe teaches him a lesson that there are no shortcuts. And that is 100% true. Every time I try to find something that's a little faster, a little easier, a little less steep of a hill, it's almost like the universe says, hey, um, we're going to take you back a little bit further because you're looking for these shortcuts that don't exist. And that is not going to serve you now or tomorrow or a year from now. So look towards the hill. And that's the only way you're going to get there. Yeah. Run towards it. It's a great point. I got this sign in my office that says the best views come from the hardest climbs. And I oh, use that analogy God, a lot so with our clients. Point. And I'm like, look, what kind of a view you want? In your case, what kind of a career do you want? Do you want a career? You're parked at the base of the mountain looking up at it. Is that what you want? Do you want to be on the first hilltop? Or do, do you want to view above the clouds, man? Right? Do you want to do, you, you know, do you want to do something great with your life? Well, if you do, man, hey, get ready. Get ready. Because the climb on that mountain to see that view is not easy. And most people will quit. And it's going to be tough, man. You're going to have a heavy backpack and you're going to need water. and You might need to take breaks, but don't stop, man. Right. And I tell people like, welcome. When they start saying like things are difficult and oh my God, and this climb is going to be difficult and all of these things. I'm like, hey, man, welcome to the success club. Are you ready to pay your entry fee? Start climbing, dog. That's the only way. Right. There is no shortcut, man. There's a quote and, in my book. And here's why, too. If a helicopter took you to the top, you wouldn't appreciate it, Damn man. Straight. You'd be up there saying, oh, we got this nice view now. I can get this view whenever I want. You know, you only get there through that. And I feel like furthermore with the universe, if you get shit that you really shouldn't have had, the universe will take that shit from you. If you work hard and you earn your shit, the universe and God and faith, right, is going to say, hey, man, leave Mike alone. He worked hard for his stuff. That's just the way life is. I'm sorry, man. You got to work hard for your stuff. And everyone thinks that like these successful entrepreneurs have it easy and think there's some different breed, you know? And I love the coach from, I think, Georgia Tech, super inspirational guy, man. I love one of his quotes, quotes too. He says, are you willing 
to keep running as fast as you can when the destination's unknown. That's what it takes to be successful, you know? And he also says people that are built different. Oh, they're built different. Mike's built different. Uh, yeah, if you mean he gets up every morning, he does his little morning routine, right? He kisses his family. He gets his workout in. He takes care of his body. He works hard. He cares about his people. He stays late. He networks and collaborates with all of these things that, he, yeah, I guess he's a different breed. Sure. Yeah. It's like, dude, anyone can do that, man. Anyone can take charge of their relationships, of their career, of their business, of their body, of their mind, but they simply choose not to. Period. End of story. Exactly right, man. I've always said in my book, you know, success is whenever you know where you need to go, it's on a hill and you want to keep going, right? Because if there is some type of dragon in front of the gold, that dragon is there to keep you um, average, right? And the individual out there who is playing the victim, like you're talking about, will say, well, the gold's not worth it. I'm not fighting that dragon. And there are people like us that say every day, it's worth it. I need to get better. I need to refine. I can take more action. I can take control of my thoughts, my skill sets, my network a little bit more tomorrow than I can today, which will make me the fierce warrior to slay any dragon that stands in front of me, which mm -hmm. I love. In your book, I want to talk about, uh, you have a chapter called Yell Really Loud. All right. Mm -hmm. So um, I would think that most people you come to or they come to you, uh, they struggle with maybe the marketing or promoting yeah. themselves. Yeah. Uh, so tell Absolutely. me about this chapter. Yeah. So no matter what you do in life for your career, so you work for someone, you're an executive or you're a CEO or you're a business owner, right? You have to get in front of people, period, end of story right? And marketing will only take you so far. And what I mean by that is we have the everyday marketing. You know, if you're a decent sized company, you have VPs of marketing who promote the business, right? They're promoting the business, the business, the, the, the business. Well, we'll talk about entrepreneurship. No one is better at promoting million dollar book with Mike Fallett than Mike Fallett, period, end of story. Mike Fallett can hire the best chief marketing officer in the world. It doesn't matter. Right. No one's going to know the clients more than you on the come up, period, right? So yell really loud is just like, you have to get known. There is only way and way to get known, dude. And it's a lot. I remember a long time ago when I first followed Grant Cardone, he was talking about success. And he was talking about thousands of unpaid speaking engagements, thousands of posts, thousands of this and this and this and this. But yeah, my overnight success. I mean, if you look on the podcast now, dude, we're approaching episode 100 of the Executive Corrupt Rates podcast. Nobody was listening to episode one. No one knew who the hell we were. Now it's watching 75 countries. Like what? Now, like all these people are doing it. And now we get like all of these downloads and we get a decent amount of viewers. When we first started, man, we didn't have no viewers. We had like one person tuning in right? But what you going to do? Quit? Oh man, 500 people didn't view the first one. I better quit. Dude, the only way to get views is to keep consistent over a long period of time. Mm -hmm. Same thing with our social media channels, right? You can't get to a million people in a year unless you just had some crazy viral video, right? There's no way, man. You just have to keep pushing forward. So when I say yell, I'm like, you need to get known. You have to. 
And if you're in a company, you can still have a personal brand. You've seen it on TikTok and Instagram. You've seen people working for a corporate entity, hypothetically, that have become that make funny videos about whatever, maybe what happens in corporate America or, you know, things of that nature that have now went on to get six figure brand deals by people. Why would you not be building a personal brand? You can still have a personal brand, right? But the problem is you have to put out content, man. You have to get known on these platforms. There's many ways to do it. You could start a podcast. You could learn how to be a writer for publications. You could just promote and share your life experiences on the different social media channels. But dude, you have to get known. And it takes so much force until people start listening to you. And while you're yelling, people are going to be upset. Stop yelling, Mike. I don't agree with you. So if you don't have thick skin, man, do not do it. Right? Because what people don't realize is, you know, you only need 51% of people to like you to be the president of the United States. (laughs) That's right. So, hey, if you're a guy out there that 30% of the people love you and 70% don't, good. Worry about the 30%, man. And the 70%, guess what? They're only going to help boost your algorithms, man. Because they're going to be posting like a bunch of stuff and then other people are going to comment. And then you're like, yeah, keep it coming, keep it coming. So just welcome it, man. Welcome it. Yeah. Why do people struggle with that? Is it simply because... They have the nice guy syndrome. They're trying to be humble. They think that individuals will do enough due diligence to find out their skills without them having to promote themselves. Why do people struggle with promoting themselves? Because we grew up in an age, we didn't grow up in 2023, right? We grew up in 1970. Well, some 1960, 1970, 1980, 1990, right? Where, what did our parents tell us, man? Hey, stay away from strangers. Hey, fly under the radar. Yep. Dude, how are you going to do anything magical in life, man? How are you going to do anything and no one knows you, man? Like, Play by all the rules. Don't get too loud. Don't be. That's why you look back and the class clown of the of, of your school most likely did some wonderful things. Like, you know, you see Jim Carrey mm-hmm. who said by being the class clown, he became, you know, this individual who is not afraid of rejection and in fear. So like these people who kind of break the rules back then usually yield some type of incredible gain afterwards. Absolutely. So they don't want to put themselves out there and they're all in their own head, man. It's funny. I work with a bunch of executives and we really push um, to put content on, on LinkedIn because we have automated systems that get their information in front of lots of people. And I'm like, Hey, posting during this time is vital because we're getting your profile in front of thousands of people. They're going to look at your stuff. You've been, and you know, I'm like, dude, you've been in sales 20 years. You've had phenomenal success. Again, don't be selfish, man. Share how you've built these successful teams. Share how you've impacted culture. Share how you've done all of these things throughout your career, man. That will resonate with people. But the problem is the VP of sales thinks this is easy, man. Well, yeah, dude, you've been doing it 20 years. For all the people that know it's not easy, they find this information extremely valuable. So that's another thing like this uh, imposter syndrome. People think when they put out this content that no one's going to care. People will care if you stay consistent, man. Right. But and some people don't want to put themselves out there. And I'm like, again, how are you going to do anything magical, man? How are you going to get known? And then what I love about is talking about morals and ethics is another way to think about it. Like I tell people, can you help these companies? Absolutely. 
Do you need a job? Absolutely. Do you want to bring value to your next company? Absolutely. Well, then don't you have a moral and ethical obligation, right? To do whatever it takes to get in front of these people so that you can not only help them and you. So another way to look at it, which I try to change their frame of thinking of not just like, oh, this, I think of it like a moral and ethical obligation. And all these people say things like, well, Tim, I don't want to push too hard on the interview. I don't want to push too hard. And I'm like, we're just talking logic now. If I know I can help you and you've told me what you're struggling with and I've already overcome that, how am I pressuring you, Mike? Do I not have a moral obligation to tell you that I can help you, show you how I've helped other people? And yeah, maybe push you a little bit to just use a little logic and be like, logically, you've said this. Here's the opportunities in the market. Here's the challenges. And I've done this. I'm not pushing. I'm just being logic. So a lot of it's just kind of changing the way that we think. And that's one of the major battles that we deal with here at Executive Career Upgrades is the mindset piece, right? Because mm -hmm. I tell people this too. I can tell you everything to say on the interview. But even Tony Robbins says, what you say and how, but how you say it, like what you say is important. Don't get me wrong right? How you say it, drastically more important. Absolutely. Like, are you saying these things with confidence and conviction? If not, no one's going to believe you, man, right? And if you don't believe yourself, how are you going to convince someone else? Yeah. You're this, not. And what I really think that a lot of people with, I'm sorry, I'm going to use this word, more low emotional intelligence who haven't really ascended to these higher mindset levels, they want to stay comfortable. Mm -hmm. But they don't know that comfort's a trap, man. If this is a, you know, if this is the edge of a of a uh, cliff right here, dude, everyone wants to stay over here, man, where we're safe, where we're safe. That's where the payday is, man. It just is. I wish we could all stay comfortable. But comfortable also equals don't change anything. Stay comfortable. Yep. Even if, and that's why people too, when we talk about something drastic, that's why people sometimes stay in like one example, like a very abusive relationship. Say you got a couple that's been married and let's say one of them physically or verbally abuses the other, right? Like why does that other person stay so damn long with them, right? They've become comfortable with the situation. So it's crazy how comfortable we can seemingly be in some of the most worst situations in our life. We've all had friends and family members with drug and alcohol addiction and bad relationships. And it just goes to show you, man, comfort kills, man. Damn right. Do not be comfortable, man. Learn how to push yourself to be better every day. And I was reading something recently about just like trying to understand what the purpose of life really is, man. And I think David Goggins really, you know, had a really good thought on it. He said, man, it's each day, man, working towards what you know your potential is. And he was like, what else could we possibly be here for than not trying to become like the best version of ourselves in all areas, family, communities, world, you know, impact, all of these things. So I was like, man, that's what it is, man. So if you're feeling unpurposeful right now, like, like there's not a lot of purpose in your life, man, it's, it, it's probably that. The only way you can find purpose is by doing the things that you typically don't want to do, but you mm. know are good for you. 
So I would really consider you to do that because when you start thinking this way, man, your life changes drastically. I look back a couple of years now and I'm like, who was that person? I look Can't back to recognize my bet, right? Was that amazing. Person. I look at what I posted 10 years ago on like social media, you know, it pops up in your memories and I'm like, I don't even know who that person is anymore. Right. Like I'm so, so much of a higher level thinker now because of, you know, just self-development of myself, man. man. So I would encourage anyone, man. It's like, so true that, uh, you know, I think what Socrates said is it's spot on, right? The, the, the true man knows that he knows nothing, right? Like it is amazing how you become more humble as time goes on because you realize that there is so much to learn about the world and about yourself and you just constantly develop. And, um, I made a post about this yesterday. It's not just about being uncomfortable, but it's about how you respond to adversity. And it talks about the egg, the potato, and the coffee bean. And so hot water transforms all three of them in different ways. Hot water is a metaphor for adversity. So yes, pursue adversity and being uncomfortable, but respond um, accurately with it because Hot water to an egg makes it hard. You could be, become hard inside. Hot water to a potato makes it soft and weak, but to a coffee bean produces a product that serves and quenches the thirst of many. So that is crucial. Be the coffee bean out there, guys. Um, I want to get to, we're running out of time here, but you and your wife are a power team. What is that like to build this business with your wife? We're normal people, man. That's <laughs> what people don't realize, man. I'm just a normal guy, dude. And so is Christina, right? Sorry, I'm getting emotional here. But dude, we still stay up and talk about, you know, what normal people talk about, man. We are nothing special, right? We just make a commitment every day to better ourselves, man, and try to help people, you know? And that's what we're we're focused on. And that's why we're so successful, man. We're always talking about it, man. How can we make the business better? How can we help more people? Who do we need to hire? Who do we need to let go? Because what you put attention on, man, will eventually lead to success. So we're just, you know, it's nearly 24-7 business. I will tell you that, you know, just because we care so much, man. We want a good experience for our clients. We want our team to be successful. So that's kind of what we're focused on all the time. And if we're not focused on that, it's basically family. That's what we do, man, you know, because most people highly underestimate what they can accomplish in a week, two weeks or whatever. But those same people, man, can't even comprehend being consistent at something for three to five years. Like, man, you're consistent at something for three to five years. You're going to win. You are absolutely going to win. But I will tell you, me and Christina, this is just a hack, man. We, you know, what we like to say to our employees is our main job is to make success easy for you, right? How can we make success easy? Right. And I really coined this term like, dude, success needs support. So when I talk about making success easy for me, man, there's just things I do. Do I need held accountable because I'm struggling with something? Do I need new information? Right. And normally that's hiring people to help me, getting the international bestsellers or whatever it is, man. So it's like, guys, if you you are on this planet right now, there is nothing that has happened, minus UFOs, right? That hasn't already been solved on this planet with depression, anxiety, getting in shape, getting a job on all of these things. Like the information is out there. 
And I just make it a point to find the information. And if I don't understand it, I get additional help, man. So we have so many coaches and mentors. I've hired a coach for everything, man. Mm-hmm. I've had sales coaches, marketing coaches, leadership coaches, right? Fitness coaches, nutrition coaches, and everything. Dude, why not make it easy on yourself? Bingo. The problem is when people get started, sometimes they want to do everything alone and like figure stuff out through like trial and error. Like, why would you do that, man? There's access to information out there. And, but the good news is this too. Most people don't understand that you're the problem. Yeah. But the good news is this. You're the if solution. you're the problem, you're the solution. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So you guys are growing together. Um, I mean, you are a part of the 10X world. You obviously are following Grant Cardone, his philosophies, which I believe in myself. And that's pretty important for anybody out there who is building a company with their spouse. You need to grow together, right? I have a mentor named Mark Evans. He said one of his biggest fears is for him to grow too far beyond his wife. So she needs to be in on the business at some capacity. So is that your recommendation? Grow together because eventually... If you don't, you will outgrow each other, right? Absolutely. That's why we do a lot of the same things as far as when it gets to, you know, fitness and other things, man. You know, we're, we've both been on fitness journey soon. Me and Christine are feeling great, man. She's lost so much weight. I've lost so much weight. I feel great. I have all of these protocols and everything, but you're right, man. Like you need to do stuff together. You need to you know, work on your leadership development together, work on the business together, work on, you know, having your own goals that collectively align. And that's extremely important. If not, you will grow apart, unfortunately. The book is called Discipline Equals Dream Job. And I'm going to end it with this quote. It's been said that there are only two pains in life, the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. And that discipline weighs ounces while regret weighs tons. That is Tony Robbins, the GOAT. Uh, incredible book, man. It's been an honor to work with you. And obviously your, your wife's book is coming out here very soon, but guys pick it up. It's a bestseller. It's still crushing on Amazon right now. Discipline equals dream job. So if you are looking to upgrade your life, legacy, and career, get in touch with Tim Madden. Where can they follow you? Where can they get in touch with you, Tim? Go on LinkedIn. I am the LinkedIn guy because we are all things career, right? So, so connect with me on LinkedIn and I'll do whatever I can to help you. You can also go to execupgrades.com. There's a tremendous amount of free resources that we have available for people looking to upgrade their career. Beautiful. Check them out, guys. Remember, by writing a million-dollar book, it will lead to a million-dollar life. So write on.